0: everyone. Welcome to today's session. Today, my focus is going to be about the C-suite and specifically Hispanic and Latinos and even more specifically Latinas in the C-suite. Because despite making up nearly 20% of the U.S. population, uh, which is estimated to grow to 30% by 2060, only roughly I would say the numbers are showing 4% of Hispanic Latinos are holding roles in the, in corporate America, in the C-suite executive roles. And that is a huge gap. And I want to address that a little bit around, you know, sharing the gap between the labor force and the actual executive representation is the widest amongst all dimensions of diversity. And there's only 4% of representation, which is which. Even worse than that, for Latinas, 1.6% of C suite positions are held by Latinas in Fortune 500 companies. And that is really sad <laughs> and disturbing. And, but I've lived it firsthand, seeing it where you join organizations and you look up to leaders at the top and you don't see anybody who looks like you, which can play mind tricks on you and start making you think that maybe there isn't a place for you there, or you don't understand how you're going to get there. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that and talk about the statistics and share with you, um, you know, through some of the research, lived experience, through conversations we've had with many of our um, Latina leaders who have made it uh, to those senior levels, um, what did it take? And What was that shift in the mindset and what were some of the rules of the road that they wish they would have known back then that they know now that we want to share with others who are ambitious and looking to get ahead in their career um, even when you're in an organization where it may be very male dominated and so i wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the various different cultural norms and challenges that sometimes women you know do face Um, because when you really think about um, Latina women, some of the cultural, the way it's societal, just norms, the way they've grown up, the way that you engage in the workplace, a lot of those things can really hinder your trajectory if you aren't being intentional on understanding what it takes to get ahead. And so I want to talk a little bit about what are some of the, you know, Pearls of wisdom we've heard from some of the most senior women that we've you know engaged with from my own experiences, from just reading research and hearing others saying that this is you know, what it takes to get ahead. But then also talk about some of those cultural norms and also some of the systemic barriers and maybe even microaggressions or micro um, inequities that um, Latino women have encountered in the workplace that sometimes... Um, hinder their hinder their trajectory. And so diving into that, as I you know shared with you, you know looking at some of the research, the research is showing that Latinos have a very unequal experience in the workplace than their um, white male peers. And we're seeing this because if you think about it, very kind of broad, very general, um, numbers at the entry level, In, you know, when we look at even research from the Chronicle of Higher Education, looking at graduation rates of, you know, women and BIPOC women and Latinas, the numbers are strong. They are really strong. And we see those numbers come on. And everybody starts, if we want to kind of be very general about it, but we start roughly 50-50. I mean, we're graduating 52% women um, from, you know, four-year institutions. And so, if you think about that, you have just as, you know, many or more women going into the workforce than we do male peers. Somewhere along the line, five to seven years, we see that number dwindle down to 30%. Um, And as you start moving up into the, you know, higher levels in an organization, you see that number dwindle down to 18%. And then when we get to the very top, we've seen the statistics, we've seen the research, only 6% of women in some of the largest, the nation's largest organizations are holding executive level positions, C-suite level positions, board positions, et cetera. And that number is even more dismal as I shared with you for, for Latina women. For Latina women, roughly 1.6% of women are in those roles. And so when you start thinking about Starting your career and looking at, you know, mentorship and sponsorship. One of the, you know, natural intrinsic things is you look around to see who looks like me, who can help guide me. And when you're having to look for that needle in a haystack, it can be very um, disorienting. It can be very disheartening um, and wondering how you're going to get there. And so, Really looking into some of the research, like Catalyst reports, they shared that you know women of color and Latina women lack lack mentors in and that tends to be the number one barrier of success for Latinas. And part of it is there's you know twofold, right? There aren't enough Latinas in the workplace that can mentor them who really understand them from a cultural perspective or a shared kind of affinity perspective. Um, But then the other issue is almost internal. We do it to ourselves. We have to get out of our own way. We have to also be a little bit more open, open open-minded to think about seeking out mentors, even if they don't look like you, to find out how do I get ahead And so lacking access to mentors, those role models, sponsors, which are even more important than, than mentors, um, you know, can be something that's holding us back. But the other interesting thing that the research was saying is that Latinas also report the lack of access to networks as a difficulty resulting in a significant disadvantage, such as being passed over for key assignments. And so what we mean by networks and what we teach you know at Beyond barriers and through our Beyond barriers accelerator is having to be intentional about who you bring into your network and understanding that you are always going to have to be evolving those mentors, those role models, those sponsors in order to get ahead um, in in to do that. and that means that we have to shed some of these cultural norms that we have sometimes of you know picking up our head from working really really hard and putting our energy in identifying people to help you get ahead and so sometimes what goes around uh, i mean what what happens from a cultural norm perspective is that we hold relationships um you know very very high and we tend to as latinas want to um contribute to the relationship, but not be someone who's going to be taking from the relationship. And so sometimes talking to Latinas, talking to women just in general about being strategic about professional relationships and how you're going to leverage those relationships to get ahead can be a difficult and uncomfortable conversation because you feel like I'm, I'm going to be using these individuals um, to get ahead in my career. And it doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't feel genuine. And really what we have to learn is you can have authentic, genuine relationships with professional colleagues and each of you helping each lift each other up and help each other get there. But you have to learn how to be intentional about it and how to be very, very focused on what it is. And so those are the things where we need to really understand of how do you do that? How do you make sure that you are being intentional and reaching out to mentors and leveraging the mentors to help you make the right decisions? Um, there's an interesting, um, that I heard once from Esther Aguilera, who is um, a pioneer in really helping Latinos get seats on boards and, you know, get executive roles. But she shared a story once about a young Latina who was in the financial industry and she was Asked to, you know, tapped on the shoulder for a promotion. And the HR recruiter who she was talking to was saying, Hey, this is a really good opportunity. It's a level up, you know, than than what you are. It means more pay, all kinds of things. And the one thing that this young Latina did is she said, Thank you very much. I'm flattered, but let me think about it. She went and she, you know, discussed this with a white male mentor of hers. And she said, Hey, there's this opportunity. And you think I should get it. I've been wanting a promotion and this is a step up. And the one thing he he shared with her, he was just like, well, have you considered, you know, what is the forward trajectory, you know, of this position? What will it lead to? Is it taking you to this ideal role that you want Or is it going to take you in a completely different direction? And he looked at the, you know, he said, let me know what, what is the role? And he looked at the role and he, you know, he said, you know, this is a dead end job. There isn't much more growth beyond the level of this role. And if you are ambitious and you're wanting to keep moving past this role, then you may not want to take it, which was really important for her. She thought that he was going to tell her, take it. It's an opportunity, but you can see how he was being very forward-thinking, like not just this promotion, but what are the promotions that come after that role? And so that was one of those things where that this young Latina said she'd never thought about. And the research actually supports it. The interesting thing is, is that there was some research that was put out in 2019 around women and having clarity on where they want to go in their career. And the scary piece was, is that men immediately said, I think it was, the number is 67% of men knew exactly where they wanted to go in the next five years. And they had access to understanding how to get that done within their organization. They knew they they were confident and they knew they were going to get there and where they were going to get in the next five years. Only 15% of women had that clarity And so if you think about that, Latino women fall in that category of not being intentional and understanding where that clarity needs to go. And that's just one thing. So the moral of that story is we need to be thoughtful and not allow for others to guide us or to kind of shepherd us through our career. We have to understand and have clarity on where do we want to go? What are the roles that I want to do? do you know reaching for those you know stretch opportunities those PL roles those roles that are really going to put you on a forward trajectory but what makes sense for you right what are the roles that make sense for you and being able to look at an opportunity and say is this going to take me on the right path or is it going to take me off my path and am i going to lose acceleration or momentum in that direction What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future-ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age, so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. The next thing I want to talk about is, you know, there's some stats from the last latest McKinsey report in that Latina women experience the worst gender wage gap Latina women are earning 46% less than white men and 31% less than white women. And the pipeline uh, in terms of moving up the ladder and which of course promotions and increased um, pay for every hundred men that are promoted to a manager level, manager level, which is usually the first milestone in someone's career For every 100 men, 85 women are promoted. And the gap is even wider for some women, for the BIPOC women. Only 58 Black women get promoted for every 100 men, and only 71 Latinas get promoted for every men. So, as you can see, the gap gap gets wider and wider for BIPOC professionals. And so, I'm sharing all of this because it is, in my opinion and in my experience, the more you know, where the systemic barriers are across industries, across organizations, in your particular organization, you have to then think about how you're going to navigate around those systemic barriers, over them, under them, through them, and whatnot. And the reason I say this is because in my own experience in working in corporate America, my role My job was to help dismantle some of these systemic barriers. And by all means, I mean, there are lots of organizations that are doing a lot of work to dismantle these uh, systemic barriers, but they're not going to go away overnight. And for the better part of 25 years, that's what I was doing. And yes, we're able to create awareness and leaders are changing and becoming more inclusive. But the reality is, is that it's not happening fast enough and so as you know latinas in the workplace we have to think about being intentional ourselves and breaking the generational curse the ge- the cultural curse of keeping our heads down and working really hard being a little bit more um reserved in the the idea of self promotion um breaking that and realizing that we do have to be visible we have to really be intentional, think about what is our unique value proposition? What do I love to do? What do I want to be known for? What do people come to me for? What am I good at? And share that story. You have to articulate what it is that you want. You have to be able to know why you want it. And you have to share that, not just with your direct manager, but you have to share it with all of the key stakeholders around you in order for others to help you realize the opportunities that you want, but if you don't ask, you don't get. And I remember hearing that. I was I was at a panel discussion and, you know, it was a panel, an interesting panel where there was a, a lot, a several men on the panel and it was a women's event, but we were asking the men, you know, how do you ask for what you need? And for them, it was a no brainer. They're like, well, I just, you know, I ask for what I want. I ask for the raise. Somebody has to get the raise. There's, there's a pool of discretionary funds that our leaders have that they give at the end of the year for bonuses or promotions or, you know, bumping up compensation. Somebody has to get it. Why not me? I'm going to ask for it. And so for our male peers, it's just almost kind of like a a, a natural instinctive thing that that's what they do. And we have to learn a little bit from them, right? Of being able to know what, it, know what it is that you want, ask for what you want. And then of course, do the work, be exceptional in what you're doing in order to be able to justify the ask as well. But the crazy thing is, is that sometimes we undervalue our strengths And so we need to make sure that we understand what is our value proposition and don't undermine yourself and don't undervalue that unique value proposition and know that the diversity of thought you bring is valuable, is powerful. And so really thinking about, you know, how do we do more for ourselves to advance and how do we, as those of us who are seasoned, who did navigate and who did kind of break through some of these barriers and have broken our own generational curse of being the first generation, you know, college, first generation corporate, first generation executive, that we also need to put the ladder down and we need to transfer that knowledge, transfer those the the unspoken rules to our younger Latino Hispanic population and help them navigate. But the one thing that I will share is that we have to get out of our own way. There are a lot of cultural, you know, cultural societal norms that we grew up with in terms of putting our head down and working really hard, not being loud, not ruffling feathers, not not um, you know creating too many waves, but. To be quite honest, in a world that is extremely competitive with a lot of type A personalities um, that are super ambitious, just like you in the corporate world, we do have to pick our head up. We do have to self-promote. We do have to ask for what we need. And we do have to be intentional on who we tap and making sure that we are getting the right mentors and the sponsors and that they may not look like us the rule of thumb is what does success look like in your organization? Who is successful? Who has the results that you want? And learn from them, reach out to them, be authentic and say, Hey, I admire what you're doing. I think you are an amazing leader. I want to learn to lead like you show me or tell me, How do I do that? What is your mindset? What do you do? What are the habits? How do you stay ahead? Ask from them and it'll accelerate your success as well. But we have to break this cultural, you know, Hispanic, Latino um, um, cultural norm and disrupt this, you know, wage gap. And because we're getting left behind and we can't wait around for all of those systemic barriers to just disappear we can't wait around for you know somebody else to tap you on the shoulder and tell you hey here's the next step you need to take we ourselves have to be intentional and take control of our career and you know for latinas we have you know <laughs> you have your day job you have the job to navigate your career. You have your, you know, responsibilities at home. I mean, some of us have four jobs, five jobs, and we can't have it all at the same time, but we can have it all. We just have to be intentional and learn how to integrate work and life and then not be afraid to ask for what we need and making sure that we stand up for ourselves. And once you have that confidence, once you know your unique value proposition, what you want to be known for, having those courageous conversations and asking for it, but also not being afraid to stand up for yourself when you feel like you're being pigeonholed in a box because of some stereo, stereotype or unconscious bias that somebody else has. And you know, call them out. The intent usually is never negative or there's never any malintent in trying to put you in this box. It's because they haven't been made aware and time those things happen to you, consider it a teachable moment that you can teach somebody that you know they they are being um they are, are are basically exercising some unconscious bias. You don't fit in this mold, but let me articulate to you what my unique value proposition is, where I want to go why I want to get there and that I, how much I deserve it, being confident in that. And so we need to understand that we are a powerful, powerful community of Latinas and Latinos and, you know, Latinx professionals. And we need to, you know, there's ample talent Latino talent out there. I mean we represent we are the largest minority in the United States and there is a lot of talent that we can be bringing in that we too can be sponsoring and mentoring and helping rise through um, through through this this through through this and show stronger numbers. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's a long term. It's a it's a long like a long game that we have to play, but we have to do our parts in creating that awareness, in being bold, in stepping out there, and sometimes being the first. Many of us are are the first. Many of you are going to be the first. But what we have to make sure is that we aren't that. If we are the first, that we make sure that there is a second, a fifth. Uh, a 10th, a hundredth person soon after us and making sure that we aren't being gatekeepers, but instead we're being gate openers and we are helping each other rise up together. So I hope this has been informative and you know, this by no means is, um, it's just a drop in the bucket. There are so many other things that we can be doing, uh, but think about sometimes when you feel like you're stalled in your career, let's think about, is it, you know, what am I doing? What can I do differently in order to make sure that I am trying to meet that definition of success to a point? I always tell people, make sure that you acculturate to your organization's culture in order to get ahead. What is that culture of success? But don't assimilate because assimilating means that you lose who you are. And you lose some of that authenticity. So stay authentic to yourself, acculturate to what success looks like in your organization and be intentional on where it is that you want to go and share your story with others so that others can help lift you up as well. And then don't forget to always put your hand down and the ladder down and lift others up along with you. So I hope this has been informative or at least it's scratching the surface or maybe creating the um, question in your mind of, you know, how can how can you make sure that you are putting your best foot forward and that we are not falling into the statistic of being only one point six (laughs) percent of of those Latinos? I would love to see um, in the next few years for that number to just grow exponentially because we are being intentional on making sure that we are carving out paths for us to become more represented in these executive levels. So I hope it's been informative. Stay tuned next week. We'll talk more about this, especially um, with Hispanic Heritage Month being um, here for the next few weeks, but just creating awareness so that we make sure that we are together rising up. And that, you know, we are, are being heard. So thank you for your time. And I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there. And we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit com, where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.